You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. It is awesome because we just landed in the top 200 of iTunes, or I guess it's called Apple Podcast now. I still get that confused because iTunes was around for so long. Anyway, we are in the top 200 now ranking in all of health and fitness podcasts. So I am just elated. I love to see the rankings. That means that you guys are listening. You're sticking with it. Hopefully you're taking the advice. I say this quite a bit. It begs to say again, if you're gonna get results, you gotta put in the advice. And today I do have some advice for you, per usual, very specific advice in terms of what to say when you end up getting her number and you want to set up a date. What are the things you say? How do you set it up? What are you supposed to text or should you call? What's the difference between the two? Okay, so we're going to go over all of that today inspired by someone inside of Trips Corner. Trips Corner is my private Facebook group and that is for guys to ask questions, get answers. I'm in there. Eric, my other coach is in there. Joe, my other coach slash customer service is in there. So he's helping out and we are just here to give you lots of answers. And so one of the questions, I will say it's from anonymous because it is private and I don't want anyone to know who's in there unless they are in there themselves. If you want to join Trips Corner, there's not really a place to just get into Trips Corner. It's really like a bonus that you get if you have any of the Trip Advice programs. So if you have Hooked or if you have Online Domination, Infield Breakdown, Fearless Formula, most people start with Hooked. When you have that program, that means you're in the members area and right at the top of the members area, you can see you get access to Trips Corner. So if you want access, go to getherhooked.com and that's the fastest way to get in there. Also, I should mention that not only am I going to go over today what to say when you're setting up a date, but I have an audio clip from a friend. One of my girlfriends, not my girlfriend, but one of my girlfriends, she and I were at dinner and we were chatting and she's dating right now. And I was telling her about how I feel that men should change their profiles to say on their dating apps that they are younger and that they are taller because it opens up the pool and gives them access to more women. She was not really disagreeing. But what ended up happening was she went on a date herself just recently and experienced this. So she experienced where a guy lied about her age. Now, I'm not going to spoil it, but she left me a voice note and you're going to be hearing it today. So we're going to hear what she had to say. You're going to get a woman's perspective on what it was like to go on a date with a guy who lied about his age. And by the way, when I tell guys and I'm telling you, to change your age on a dating app, I don't mean change it like 10 years. I just mean change it by a couple years. The guy that she went on a date with did it by 10 years. That's, 
I mean, hey, it worked, but I'll say that is not the advice I give. You change it by a couple years to open up your pool. This is mainly advice for guys who are like over 35. But you know what? Actually, I'll take that back. Even at 35, that can still put you out of the pool. So I would say if you're over 32-ish, it's okay to say you're a couple years younger. So 32 or over, you can say you're a couple years younger. And so in this audio clip, you're going to hear her response and reaction to when she was on a date with a guy that lied about his age 10 years. Very interesting. Okay, so we have that on the docket today. I mentioned that we're going to be answering the biggest question on what to say when you want to get a date set up inspired by Trips Corner. And also another announcement here is that by the time you listen to this, this will be I always do about a week ahead of podcasts. So by the time you listen to this, Infield Breakdown is now Infield Breakdown 2.0. So if you have Infield Breakdown and you know what I'm talking about, go into the members area and open it up again. Even if you've seen it, go in there again. It's completely updated. I have multiple approaches in there of me talking to women, giving you exact examples of what it looks like to go up to women and use a script that I have, but also going off script a little bit, flirting with women and getting their numbers, as well as even showing my rejections. Also showing you examples of how to approach a woman when she's walking, how to approach two women or a group of women, and you actually see hidden camera footage of all of it. It's not audio, it's actual video footage. Obviously, there's audio with it, but I just want to be very clear. You are seeing it in person. I'll give you a little teaser of what's on there. So you're going to see how I keep conversation engaging, how I flirt, how I tease, how to connect with her and make her super attracted to you, how to flirt at a bar with the girl when she's with their friend, how to bust through objections, how to pass shit tests, how to get a number in a quiet environment, like when you're at a bookstore or a grocery store or somewhere indoors, how to approach women walking, and still the old stuff is still in there. When I say old, it's my uh, infield breakdown was originally my student doing approaches. And I got a bunch of approaches. I had a hidden camera there. So you're going to get all that stuff. If you don't have infield breakdown and you're still a little confused about what I'm talking about here, infield breakdown is a video course that I have. And like I said, it's a video course that shows how to talk to women and get their number, how to approach women in person. So it's the opposite of online. It's how do you meet women in person? And I teach you exactly what to do, the theory, the steps, everything with hidden camera examples. Super powerful. I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to check it out. And again, if you already have infield breakdown, then it's a free upgrade. Every time you get a program from me, it's free upgrades for life. And of course, you also get access to Trips Corner because that's also accessible through the members area, which is open to anyone who has any program. You might ask, Trip, why did you call it infield breakdown? Well, it's very simple. These are infield approaches, right? It's me in the field and I'm breaking it down. So you don't just see me doing an approach, but I'm actually recording a commentary over the approach telling you exactly what I'm doing. I'm breaking down everything to like the minuscule little moments of even what I'm doing with my body language. You're going to see it all. And if anyone's skeptical to think, well, what if 
is this real? These real approaches? Yes, they're 100% real. These are not actresses. These are 100% real approaches done. And you're going to see it live in the flesh. So check it out. I'll put a link in the show notes so you can get that. And yeah, let's, let's get into the episode here. So let's start off with this. My friend, my friend who went on the date, I'm sure you're curious what happened. What happened when the guy told her that he was 10 years older? So listen to this. Check this out. Okay, so I went out with this guy last night on the on a date. And about a couple hours into our date, he all of a sudden tells me, hey, it's my birthday today. I'm like, no way. It's your birthday? What? We have to celebrate. How many years? Because I had forgotten on his hinge, he had said 41. And he was like, well, that's the other thing. I lied about my age. I'm like, okay. He's like, if I would have told you the truth, I wouldn't have been within your bracket. I'm like, okay, tell me more. How old are you? And he looks my age. He looks like he's late 30s. He said he's 41 on his hinge. I didn't even believe that, honestly. But he was like, I am turning 52 today. 52. 52. And he was right because my my age limit only goes to 43, I think. And honestly, like I wasn't even mad about it because at the end of the day, it's like, you're right. You would have been out of my age range and I got to meet you. And at least he wasn't lying. Like he doesn't look like he's 52. I think that would have been more difficult for me if I showed up and I'm like, you are way older, obviously, than you said. But I couldn't believe it even when he told me that he was 52. So I I get it. I mean, it's like sometimes you have to fib a little bit in order to get in front of the person. Hopefully the connection is there. It's hard on dating apps to be able to decide what you're interested in based on all these stupid filters. So yeah, we're going to go on another date this week. Did you hear that? I'm sure you did. They're going to go on another date this week. 10 years and she was cool with it. She was understanding. This is why I think you got to really keep an open mind here. Now, again, even though that worked and it was a 10 year age gap, I'm really not, I'm not encouraging that. I think that he got lucky. You know, my friend is pretty cool and, and pretty reasonable and open-minded So he got lucky there. I really do think that, but I still think it goes to show that, I mean, she was cool with 10 years. Jeez. So I'm not saying that this one example, this one anecdote is like the end all be all of all evidence. And again, I don't think that you should be doing 10 years, but a couple of years on your profile down. So if you're 45, make it 42. If you're 40, make it 37. If you're 50, make it 47. It's not going to kill anybody. I don't think, you know, test it out for yourself and just see. I've never heard it being a big deal when someone had to tell their age and the woman hears that instead of, you know, 33, they're 36. Instead of being 45, they're 48. You know, it's like, that's, it's just really not that big of a jump. And it just benefits you in so many ways. So take this, take with it what you will. And I highly encourage you to implement that. And plus, like I said, 
add a couple inches to your profile. If you're 5'8", be 5'10". If you're 5'11", be... Ah, six one's pushing it. I would say six. If you're 5'5", five five, say you're 5'7", it opens up the pool. It's going to get you with women who otherwise you wouldn't be with. So I don't understand what there is to lose. And if you end up going on a date and she's disgusted because you're two inches shorter and three years younger, all right, so be it. So you gave it a shot. I would say maybe look back on yourself and say, what could I have done to have a better date to be more attractive? Because women will backwards rationalize why they should be with you. Women will stay with, let's just say this, women will stay with terrible men in terrible relationships. Why? Well, there's a lot of reasons why, but let's just say that they'll do it because they still feel an attraction towards them. Something is keeping them in there. You have to understand that even though she might not prefer that you said you were three years younger and two inches taller, if you are being an attractive person with an attractive behavior and you're using my TED formula and she's so into you, she's going to say, you know what, whatever. Because attraction isn't a choice. So if she's super into you, she's just going to backwards rationalize why it's totally okay that you are two inches shorter and three years older than you said that you were. So take that, do with it what you will. Let's get into the main topic of today. Exactly what to say when you're setting up a date. Now, the reason why this begs a whole episode is because while there is a general script that I can give you, sometimes it can change depending on the situation. But also, with something like this, even though I'm giving you something word for word, which you can totally just steal and copy and just take it with you, if you want to make it into your own words or do it in your own little lingo, that's fine too. It's not, it's not a problem. The reason why I have scripts is because it's for people who just don't know what to do. Okay, so for example, in my infield breakdown program that I've been talking about, there I do give a script and it's for guys who just want to know exactly what to say. But can you go off script a little bit? Can you change wording a little bit? Yeah, it's not the end of the world. It's totally fine. But I want to still give you the basic principles. So for setting up a date, the basic principle is telling them directly what you want to do, where you guys should go, daytime, all logistics and details. Okay, so that's the, the basis of it. And also to just give you some more context here to help you when you're asking a girl out over text, you don't want to wait too long. A lot of guys like to text back and forth and try to build attraction over text. And it just doesn't really work. And I don't want you to listen to, to women when they tell you, well, I like when a guy's a good texter and I like it when, and I hate it when a guy's a bad texter. And you know, a woman might say to you, if you ask a woman's advice, I might say, oh, no, I've, 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 yeah, he totally made me laugh over text. Listen, all that might be true, but if she wasn't initially attracted to him, texting wasn't it. 
The reason why a girl might say something positively or negatively about a guy's texting skills is only because she already likes him. So yes, you can ruin things over text. You can say something, you can really turn her off, you can be too needy, but you can't really build the attraction. Maybe like 2%. So maybe you can say something that does make her laugh and it builds a little bit of attraction, but you're not going to make her go from zero to 100 where it's like now you have her number and now you can communicate over text to say something. So what you need to do is make sure that when you're getting her phone number, you're not doing a lot of back and forths and you're just going right for the date. So this could be off of an app. This could be from getting a number in person. All you need to do is just say, why don't we grab a drink next week? When are you free? So that's the start of it. By the way, like I said, as much as this is a script, you can change out whatever you need to, right? And you might, if it's Monday, you might want to say this week. If it's Friday, you might want to say next week. Maybe you want to do something on the weekend. But the best thing to do, so let's go back to the principle, the principles here, is that you want to make sure you're asking her when she's free. The reason why I'm so particular about this is because it's more efficient and women and people get really super busy and you just want to set up the date. So if you ask her, for example, hey, you free Friday? Hey, you free Tuesday? Hey, you free Wednesday? Sunday, Monday, whatever. You ask her a certain day or, hey, are you free Thursday or Friday? If you do that and she says no, well, guess what? You can't rely on her to say, yes, I am busy on Thursday, but what about we do next week? Like You can't rely on that because she's wanting you to lead. So in order to lead, you're going to have to ask again. Oh, okay, you're not. Okay, what about next week? What about this? No, just stick to getting her schedule. It's much easier that way. When are you free? Hey, we should grab a drink sometime. By the way, that is also something you can change. If you don't drink alcohol, you can get coffee. You can get dinner. You know, again, I'm pretty particular also about when you have dinner, when you have drinks, but It's really not the end of the world. You can do whatever you want. Just set up the date and get it going. Ideally, it's a drink. And if you don't drink alcohol, then still go to a cocktail bar and get a mocktail so you don't drink alcohol, but it still sets up a nice romantic vibe. Okay, so back to this. You're saying to her, hey, when are you free next week? Let's grab a drink. Or if you're asking her on a second date because you already did the first date, you say something like, hey, that was a fun time. Let's grab dinner next week when you're around. So anything to that extent, when are you free, when you're around. Now, I want to talk to the exceptions. I know there's some guys out there that are like, Trip, I'd love to just, you know, ask her when she's free, but I really only have a few days out of the week that I can do something. Maybe you have kids, a crazy job, you know, something's going on in your life where you only have like one day in the week and you don't want to wait too long to go on a date with her in those exceptions, then it's okay. Because, you know, you can't do it any other day. So if you're someone who's so busy that they only have like a small window in the week, then yeah, you can say, hey, uh, you know, super busy, but I am free next Thursday or Friday to grab a drink. Does that work for you? You know, you can You can change the words a little bit to make it work for your schedule. But if you're not a super busy person, 
Just ask when she's free and then make it work. I'm not saying, by the way, to change your plans. So if she says, oh, I'm free Tuesday. So, you, you know, you have an open week next week except for Tuesday. But then she lands on that day and she's like, I can do Tuesday. I wouldn't say move your plans around. That's not what we're going to do. We're not going to move our stuff for women because, by the way, she might flake. So imagine if you move something for a woman and then she flakes, then it's like, damn, you really messed that one up. So if she says, oh, you know, Tuesday and you're like, great, she picked the one day I can't do it. Then you'll just respond back and say, oh, man, you picked the one day I can't do it. Any other day is free. Remember, you're really sticking to just focusing on getting the plan set up, getting the day and date. So let's say she says, yo, next week I'm free, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So I would recommend that you, as the person setting up the date, pick the date that works for you. That's the closest available because the more time that is between you guys of seeing each other, attraction does tend to die a little bit because you forget about the person. It's kind of like the same idea of a breakup, right? How do you get over a breakup? You got to spend more time away from the person. And the more time that goes away, your memories start to fade from them and the pain starts to go away. So same idea here. If you wait too long, it can kill attraction. So just do your best to see her as soon as possible. That works for both you and her schedule. Again, that works for your schedule. So don't start moving things around just because you think this girl is super pretty and you want to hang out with her. There's plenty of other women out there, okay? So let's say she says, okay, I'm free Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then you just have to say, you know, cool. Let's do Tuesday, 8 p.m. at whatever place. So you'll, you'll just pick the place. And then this is kind of optional, but there is something else you can add to this text. You can say, sound good, question mark. Or that work for you, question mark. The reason why sometimes I like to add that in there is because I do like to balance out a little bit of the just assuming that she can do it at that time and likes that place. So imagine if you say, you know, 8 p.m., let's go to, you know, so-and-so place. And she just like hates Italian food or like is allergic to a certain kind of food. You know, you pick the seafood place. She's allergic to seafood or whatever. Obviously, you know, that that's kind of balls in her court. It's kind of up to her to tell you that. But just to make this in a more efficient process, I don't think it hurts to say, you know, hey, OK, perfect. Uh, let's do Tuesday, 8 p.m. at so-and-so restaurant, so-and-so bar, period that work for you? Question mark. It also just helps confirm it. So I like to ask that question there so it confirms it. So if you say that and she doesn't respond, let's say she doesn't respond for a couple of days. And I've had guys who I've coached through this where it's like, ah, trip, I don't know what to do. I texted her the text and she hasn't responded. It's been a few days. I told her 8 p.m. this place. Then I would text her and say that work for you. So I would eventually do that anyways. So it makes the process a little bit more efficient in the beginning where you can just say, hey, let's do 8 p.m. at so-and-so place, period, that work for you, or sound good, question mark. Do that, and then she'll say, yep, works for me, or she'll say, no, can't, actually 8 p.m. is too late or too early or whatever she says, and then you just 
figure out the logistics, figure out the time. She might say, oh, that's that's really far. That's far away from me. I, I don't know. And then you can say, okay, well, and then maybe you pick something that's that's closer. Okay. So again, these are the principles. If you need to change this a little bit and tweak it a little bit, it's not the end of the world. Stick to the principle of being direct, setting up a time, setting up a day, setting up a place. Make sure that you're following up. I'll mention this following up the day before. This is something that I've been learning over the past few years that if you don't follow up, a lot of the times the woman assumes that you uh, just are not going to go on the date. It's kind of crazy. No more of these just showing up when you guys pick the time. You have to follow up. So that's fine. So you follow up. And here's a script for that. Really simple. When you're following up with her the day before. Or you can even follow up the morning, late morning of. I think it's kind of dependent on how far away the date is, right? So for example, if if it's Tuesday and you set up the date and the date's not till next Monday, I might want to do the night before just to make sure we're all good. But if it's Tuesday and you set the date up and it's like Thursday, you know, Thursday morning, the Thursday late morning, you'll check in and either one of these situations, you'll just text, see you tomorrow or see you later or see you soon depending on what day it's set up. That's at your discretion. You can figure out what you think is best for you. But I found that the confirmation somewhere between the night before to the late morning of the day of, just do it. Now, what happens if they don't respond? If they don't respond, I feel like we're going through like a flow chart. In fact, maybe I should make a flow chart that says exactly what to do. It's like, okay, if this, then that. So if she responds and says, you know, She'll say either yes or sounds good or see you soon. Or she'll say, oh, shoot, I can't. And she'll flake on you. Well, you'll know what to do. She says yes. You'll just respond, you know, cool, see you soon. Or you already said that. So you'll say cool or whatever. Give it a like if it's it's an iPhone. If she says, oh, shoot, I can't do it, but doesn't give another time to meet up. Very simple. Just say to her. No worries. By the way, this is up to you. If you don't, if she flakes and doesn't have another time and you just want to move on from her, you can totally do that. But it's all case dependent. So if you do want to meet up with her again, you'll just say no worries. Again, you want to play it cool. You don't want to complain and be, if you're that upset, then just don't see her again. If you're feeling the emotions of this really pissed you off, then just be done with her. But if you really are like, yeah, it's kind of annoying, but whatever, then just say, no worries, when's another time that's best for you? See how I'm just going direct? I'm not trying to text her and be like, oh, and talk to her about this other thing she has. She's like, oh, shoot, I forgot. I, I have a work event. And then you go, oh, what's, what's the work event? What are you doing? Da, da, da. Talk about that stuff on the date. Don't talk about that stuff over text. Okay? The reason why is because You don't want to sit here having long conversations over text to show her that you have no life, you're not busy, and also it just saves some good conversation from when you guys are together. So no worries, when's next best for you? Just say that. 
And then we'll see. She'll tell you if she likes you right there and then. If she's like, yeah, I can totally do it on Friday. You know, or are you free next week? Okay, she's trying to set it up with you. She likes you. This happened with me and my newlywed wife. So when we were first dating, she had to reschedule. So I asked her out and... Then a couple days before, she goes, oh, shoot, I can't make it that day. I forgot I have an event or whatever it was. And then she asked when there was another time that we could do it. So this was a sign that she was interested. So you have to look out for that as well. If the woman that you're trying to go on a date with is not super active in setting it up. And now she might not do exactly what happened there. And that was very rare, by the way. It's more common that the woman just says that and then wants you to lead and set up the date. So let's say you do that and she just doesn't respond or she says, let me get back to you and doesn't get back to you. Or it's like you're trying to chase her down to get this first date on the books or maybe it's a second date. Usually this happens though with the first date. Don't chase. In fact, you have to understand something. We don't chase here at Trip Advice. We pursue. Okay, so there's a difference. Pursuing is leading and making it happen. Chasing is trying to make something happen when there is clearly no interest or very low interest. So the fact that you already set up the date, you're pursuing. And if she's not very active in trying to set up a date when she flaked and you try to keep on getting it to get set up, you're in chase mode. And so I can hear some guys maybe thinking like, well, you might as well try to do it and keep trying after you've attempted once or twice. Like, why not keep trying? What do you have to lose? Worst case is she doesn't go with you. Yeah, but you know what? I'd rather be on a date with someone who's really interested in being on the date. She wants to be there and it's not a chase. There's all these women that you have available to you. Well, hopefully there are and you're doing the right things and putting yourself out there. And if there are, don't we want to filter for a high level of interest? Like, isn't that better anyway? Wouldn't we rather be on a date with the woman where it's easy to set up a date rather than you have to chase her down? Because she's either A, not interested, or B, maybe she's a mess. She's Her life is all over the place. She can't even commit to a date. Wouldn't you rather be with someone who just wants to be there and it's seamless, frictionless, agrees, shows up, and yeah, okay, you know, maybe we let go of a situation where she flakes. We'll let it go. We'll let it slide. And then we set it up again. And then it's just easy. It's like, yeah, okay, great. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, I can totally do next week. And then you set it up again. And then boom. And then if she flakes again, at that point, I'd be done. Unless she's begging you, begging you to go out. Like, I swear this never happens. I really do want to meet you. Like, she, she's doing all that. Then I'll give her a maybe. Otherwise, you're just dealing with a woman who's low interest, all over the place, can't keep her schedule Is that the woman you really want to be with? Or is there another woman out there who is just easy? Now, again, I gave you a lot of very specific scripting to use. I want to be clear. You can go a little off script, but stick with the principle of making sure that you're direct, you're leading, you're setting up the place, you're setting up the time, you're setting up the day, and then 
be done with it. Follow up. Make sure she's still good the day before or that morning. And then that's it. I just want you to not get too caught up in the I need to keep her attracted game or I need to do a certain amount of texting pre and post asking her out and setting up the date. Don't get in that mess. I work with and coach a lot of guys as well as my team who coaches a lot of guys that have these issues. And it's totally understandable. That's why I'm doing this episode is to teach you. I didn't know what the hell I was doing either. I would, uh, yeah, I, I'll tell you a story in a second about that. But I just want this to be something that's simple that you can use that's just direct and to the point. So quick story, I'll tell you this. I once got a number from a girl during the day. This was many years ago and I was just learning this stuff. So we're talking like 13, 14 years ago. And I got her number and I asked her out and she couldn't do the day that whatever I suggested. And I asked if she was free this time. And every time I asked her if she was free or try to set up the date, she was never free, but she always responded to me. And it's funny because I look back at that and I cringe and I go, oh man, that's just, oh, I can't believe I was chasing her. I was the definition of chasing this girl. And one of the reasons why I kept doing it was because she didn't ghost me. She was always responsive. Or she'd say, let me get back to you. Or I think I can do that day. No, I can't do the day. Just super busy. It's like as if she didn't even know how to reject me, but she was still responsive and also very nice. I mean, I wasn't too out of my head. Like I, I was still able to pick up on the social skills there, understanding like if she was being aggressive or not aggressive, she wasn't like, stop texting me. She wasn't being mean or weird emojis or anything like that. It was, it was very nice. So I kept me in that back and forth loop of asking her, getting a response. She couldn't do it until finally I got the hint. I mean, I'm talking like we, I tried probably five to 10 times. Yeah. If you're cringing, you should be because it was, and that was a big lesson for me. It's like, oh, okay, you know what? doesn't matter if they respond because a response doesn't lend itself to a date, does it? So who cares if they respond? What I care is they show up to a date and it's not hard. You don't have to chase them down because you know what, bro? You're worth more than that. You absolutely are. And we're not going to chase anyone. And for those of you in Trips Corner who have been posting about this topic lately, if you're listening here, and I know that some of you are, just stop. If she is hard to set up a date with, if she is not responsive to you, stop. We don't chase, we pursue. So take that with you. I hope that helps today. Guys, an honor always being able to help you as much as I can. If you need more help and you want to actually get hand-holding, you know where to go. And if you don't, it's coachedbytrip.com. We can coach you through the process. Get infield breakdown version 2.0 updated, brand spanking new. Link is in the show notes. So you can you can grab that and you'll get all the infield footage and the breakdowns of me talking to women, getting their number. And it's insanely helpful. I'm very proud of the program because it took a lot of work and just a lot of editing and 
making it as best as I can so you guys can get results. So check that out. All the links in the show notes. Those of you who are right now in the middle of texting a woman and you're literally going through this process as we speak, don't forget, we pursue, we don't chase, you know what to do. Thanks for listening. Talk to you on the next episode.